and welcome to Gadget Talk, the creative gadget cash talk podcast where we talk about gadgets, we talk about creative caches, and we build them as well. My name's Derek, also known as Baker Six Clan, and I am joined, of course, with the ever-famous, infamous Bounce Bounce, or what he likes to be called, Chad. <laughs> yes, yes, thanks, Derek. Thank you. <laughs> Doing good. I'm getting ready. I'm excited for this build tonight. I am too. This is a lot of fun. There's going to be so many different things that we can do with this build. And if you're just joining us, the build tonight we are going to be doing is an, an acrylic insert to put into an ammo can. But before we get to that, Chad, we got to do the sponsors and talk about Patreon. Patreon. So here we go. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website or head over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coins and other geocaching items during the year. Support levels start as low as the bison tube level, which is only $3 a month. Logwork, the creators of the fantastic logbook made with genuine right in the rain paper, the logbook's designed for the micro containers of the present and future, geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cash maintenance. Find them at logwork.com. That's L-O-G-W-E-R-K dot com. And then also we have special is the Right and Rain promo that we got going on right now for the rest of this month. And if you haven't used Right and Rain, let me tell you, this is some of the best paper that you can use. We did a test on here a couple, uh, a couple about a month, two months ago, where we had it in there for over a week and you can still write on it. So go ahead and check it out. And your promo code is geocache and use that geocache you'll get 30 percent off on your order so go check them out and now chad now we can start having some fun all right sounds good so as uh, everybody knows if you've been watching the show um or following us on our uh, our instagram or facebook we're going to do the build of the uh ammo can insert um something that i've built a few years ago and i've had a lot of people asking uh about the uh about how to build it. so we figured we'd we'd cover that the nice thing about these ammo can inserts is it really ups the game you can do inside your ammo can um the the different types of gadget elements you can make to it uh make with it and everything like that um that i've done so we'll we'll go over that and um I'll show a couple puzzles you can do or a couple caches you can make okay. uh, with it. But, you know, again, you can you can do whatever you want to do or make it however you want. And, and if you end up making one, we'd love to see um, some photos of it. So send oh, yeah. them. But we'll go over that at the end of the show. Right. You can just okay. tag us in it. You tag Chad. Yes. Bounce Bounce Ada on Instagram. Um, you can send or just do Gadget Talk podcast that on Instagram. We can see those there. So just, yeah, tag us in those. We'd love to see them. Yes. Okay. And then, uh, so we will start. So I sent, we put a list out on the uh, web page on the parts you need uh, for the acrylic. So you could cut them if you're going to do a build with us. Um, the parts you need. So we need four pieces um, that are the large sides, top and bottom. And uh, I don't have the exact measurements in front of me. But uh, it's on the site. I can get them real quick. But it also depends on the size of your ammo can, too. So, because you can have the skinnier ammo can, you can have the, the regular ammo can. It just really depends on which ammo can you're going to be putting it in. Now, Chad, this, this one's for the metal ammo cans, not the plastic ones, correct? 
Correct. Yes. So this is for the big, and you're right, 100%. It depends on your ammo can size. This is for the bigger ammo can. Uh, what is that? Uh, the size of it, technically. Uh, is that the 50 cal? Is it? Yeah, the 50 cal ammo can. Um, so, and again, it, making it for the smaller one, um, which I think is the 5.56 one, um, you just have to make your panels a little bit smaller. That's about it. So, right. and you can make them taller or shorter. It's completely up to you. Um, so the ones I have here are, are uh, five and five eighths tall, um, which I have actually wrote down here just for my records. Um, five and five eighths tall or 143 millimeters. And then five and eighth wide or 132 millimeters for anybody who is over in Europe listening. And again, this, this, this show will be a lot better, uh, a lot easier to follow if you're watching it on YouTube or Facebook rather than listening to a bit on the podcast. Right. Because, yeah, this channel. will be one of those ones that you kind of got to see how it's being put together. Um, so, yeah, we got to, so you can look at that. Evidently, they're having some problems hearing me. So yes, I see that. Audio, audio. Just let me know if it sounds better now um, in the chat. Um, it turned up. I, I could hear you better. Okay. Um, and so that was, so this one here, you need two of these for the, the front and the back of the ammo can. Now you could do three of them if you want, if you want to do a divider in them, which we can, I can show you what you can do with that if you want to do it or make one. Uh, and then you'll need four of large ones. And now this is using three sixteenths inch stock. All right. So your sizes are going to change if you use a different size stock. Okay. Um, but this is using three sixteenths. Um, so you need four pieces at five and five eighths tall, which is the same as the other one for the for the height. And then this is ten and three quarter wide or two hundred and seventy-five millimeters uh wide. So you'll need four of these. Okay. Excellent. So a couple things. Let's go over on the the cement or the acrylic the that we use for it, the solvent is actually a solvent. Um on our parts list online we put uh derek you gonna do a little bit more it looks like yep i just turned it up a little bit more okay, perfect um there's several different types i use the weld on brand um or uh, i think we need to go to the build cam here build cam all right yeah there we go so we have the um weld on brand here which is what we put in the list now this is very fast drying in fact we Pull it up, but um, it's very fast drying. So it's about one minute of working time, um, okay. two minutes till it's fairly fixed, and then twenty-four hours for it to be eighty percent hard. So basically, um, you have about a minute before you can't move your hands. Yeah, so yeah. Well, okay. yes, before you can move <laughs> the material. I mean, you can still break it off and redo it if you need to. I say break it off. You, you could break the weld but fairly easy but um it's better not to right you'll ruin it right and right. and then there's a weld on four which is a instead of very fast it's just a fast setting and i don't know if you can see it now this is a tap plastic brand that i use because it's the same stuff just made by the place i buy it there so anyways um this here um gives you uh three to four minutes of work time on it and then it's it's hard within 10 and then 20 at 24 hours is 80 percent okay um on it so and th those are depending on how how much work time you have with them they're also um water thin as well so if you look at them it will say 
on it that it's uh it's water thin so it will actually run just like water right so, so tom has a question can you glue your fingers together with this stuff or is it uh so and if so what so. do you do it's not super uh, you, it's a solvent so it melts the plastic okay um together i'll put some on my fingers to try i've never done it it's not <laughs> it will say on them that it's not good to uh it could be bad for your skin it could cause skin irritation so you know we would recommend using gloves now i don't always use gloves uh when i'm working with the stuff but you know read the instructions on there and the recommendations okay and so then there is like, a well so it's not like um super glue no no not at all um i use this all the time and i don't recall any gluing any fingers together i'd have to have plastic i think between them that would melt okay. to glue them together um and then there's a, a facet 16. Now this here is a gel um, material. Hard to see it focus. I think we have a picture of it up here. So this is what it looks like here. And so this is a, uh, a thick uh, gel type of material that okay. you can use on it. Now this actually is from what all the professionals say is a stronger bond. Um, but it also that you have five and six, five to six minutes working time, 10 minutes fixed time, and then 24 hours, 80%. This takes a lot longer to set, right? So if you're trying to build something fairly fast, it'll take a while. Now, what I've done in the past is I've used the fast set on, on the build to get the box built. And then I'll take this and run it along all the seams. So it actually will set in there and fill in any gaps and that will make it really tight. Um, Tom just said, uh, Chad takes, gets one for the team, gets a point for the taking one for the team for to see if you can glue your fingers together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't think it would work, but we'll try it here when we get to it. Um, so to put this stuff on now, when you're using the well on 16, the stuff looks like gel, um, or the, the stuff that's gel thick, uh, it actually has a tip on it and you can actually buy other tips that are straight and skinny or turn to the side for, for applying it. Um, with the other stuff that's water thin, um, I recommend using, uh, one of these, uh, these applicators here. And what it is, is it pretty much is a needle with a flat front on it, flat tip. Uh, and then you use this to squeeze next to your, between the two pieces of material. Right. Um, I've used needles as well. Um, the syringes like this, okay. uh, with a needle on it. But um, it's hard to kind of, I don't know, it takes a little bit more time than just to run this along it. So it's a little bit okay. harder. And you can also get them with bent tips. So you can actually get into different areas. Okay. Excellent. Um, now, when you're prepping your material, the best joint you can have or the best side of it you can have is from, you want it to be really flat, right? You don't want a whole bunch of... Uh, you don't want uh, different levels on it. Right. You don't want a big table saw, you know, uh, saw and mark on it. Right. Uh, right. Blade marks. You want it to be, to be fairly flat because that will make the two pieces of material bond together easier, better, right. And get you know, watertight. Um, but if you look at this, so this one here is done with a router here. You want it to be smooth is what I'm saying. Not flat. Um, and then this one here is done with a table saw. Now okay. it's not bad. It would work. And I've used this many times, 
um, what you may want to do is take a small piece of sandpaper and just make sure it's it's smooth. And if you have anything real big on it from cutting it, I just take a a uh, just a chisel. Chisel. There you go. Thanks. <laughs> and and I'll uh, just hit knock the big chunks off and hit it with the sandpaper. Okay. Um. So and then the worst thing you could do is actually have a finished or a polished edge. So this is polished. It's as clear as that is, right? Wow. It's smooth and polished. And you typically get that just by heating it up after you use a router on it. Um, so if you have that, you want to make sure you rough it up so you, it will actually adhere to the other piece on it. So just to show the differences there. Um, make sure... Now, good, so. yeah, because with the polish it, it's just like anytime you're using super glue or anything like that, you want to have a little bit of a rougher edge so it does here adhere a little bit better, correct? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I was reading Tom's comment when you were mentioning that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here's before you get go fun. Tom's asking if you have a table saw, what kind of blade? Uh, seems like uh, that would be the safer than a router. Uh, I use a router quite a bit. Uh, it just depends if you have a table. So you can get a router with a fence system on it if you want, or you can get a router that you actually, if you have a fence, you can actually run it across there and it will just smooth out the end. But the higher tooth on your table saw, the better, right? The higher tooth number, uh, right. the better it will be. Okay. So my router right. ends happen to be usually from the CNC machine, but right. I have I... cut them on the router table too. Right. I have a router table and I've done a little bit of cutting some acrylic on there, but not as much as I am hoping to pretty soon. Once the acrylic prices go down. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, or, once you can right find now, the, um, or if you can find acrylic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, right now is probably a bad time to do this because acrylic prices are crazy because they're using them for all the shielding for this COVID-19 stuff. So. Right. Um, but if you ever come across a picture with a, a, a picture frame with a big thick piece of acrylic or, you know, someone throwing something away, you know, I would save it. I mean, even if they're small pieces like this, they'll add up. Right. You know, but that's just me. I'm kind of a hoarder too. So, <laughs> but you're, but you're <laughs> anyway, a neat you hoarder. Yeah. If you can't tell from my shop. Um, yeah. You haven't been out in my wood shop. Okay. <laughs> so uh, let's put the glue so we're going to go ahead and start making this box. So what I'm going to go ahead and do is use, now, honestly, I just bought this very fast cement and I have not used it yet. So, all right. So hopefully uh, it's I always fast use the fast setting. So let's, let's test it. Um, but I did open it. So there's normally a metal cap on here, but there are things. All right. We'll see if Chad's fingers stick together. No, let's see. It's already dry. So, but I'll probably die from some kind of poisoning now. Thanks, Tom. No. <laughs> um, so I, so what they usually do or what tell people, people tell you to do is to take this, squeeze it, stick it in the, in the, the uh, can here and then. Right. And just suck it up. Get, suck it up. And that takes forever if it ever gets any. I mean, that's. That's how much that, I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> it barely got barely. anything. Yeah, barely, yeah. Barely. So what I tend to do is that's why I have the syringe here. I'll keep that top on. 
is I use the syringe to pull it out. Yeah, Gary's asked not not to die. Yeah. No. If I was going to die from that, it would have been... Well, I've been working with this stuff for a long time. <laughs> Over time, I may. I mean, I've said this before. You know what the number number one cause of death is, right? What's that? Life. Yeah. Geocaching. Making caches. Making caches, yep. Living. Yeah. Now, I don't know if people have noticed. I have a piece of glass here that I work with, work on, because... I want it to be a fairly flat surface and I want my material to be able to move. Um, when this glue, if this glue will get on this piece here, the plastic that I normally work on, it would, right. it would end up messing up or gluing the, the material to it. So I, I always use a piece of glass. So I'll have to apologize for the reflection uh, ahead of time, but it's kind of the way it is. Yep. Um, you can do it on wood or whatever you want, but I don't have a wood piece to stick up here. So we're going to start with the bottom piece. So I redesigned this for our, our uh, build. So you actually have all, yeah, four pieces of the same size and then the other two. So when I've built them in the past, it's actually been several different sizes. Okay. So this should make it easy. So just grab one of the, the bottom pieces and then one of the side pieces. Now, the way I designed it, and you can do it either way you want. I designed it to sit on top. I don't know if you can see this. It'll sit yeah, on top see. of this piece here, right on the edge. Okay. Rather than on the side. Now I've built these two different ways because if you look in the bottom of an ammo can here, you can, you'll see that it actually has a little indention there. Right. Um, so I have built them with a quarter inch to where the side actually sticks down quarter inch. And so what I would do in that case would to take, we'll say this is a piece of quarter inch. Um, but I'd take it and stick it underneath Okay. the piece I have, whatever the thickness is, and then put this next to it. And then I'd go ahead and glue this, but then that changes your dimension of your bottom piece of acrylic. Right. Cause I, right. I measured it to design it to sit on top and not on the bottom. So if you're going to do that, make sure you check your measurements beforehand. Otherwise you'll glue this all together and you'll be in trouble. Just like cutting measure twice, glue once. Yeah. Okay, so um, what I'm going to do is go and do it right on top of of the piece, just like I designed it. And that little that little area down there on that on the bottom of the ammo can, the way I glue these down is I use silicone, and so I just fill it up with silicone. I don't have any issues with them coming out. So okay, because um, that's, that's what I was going to ask. How once you get this built, how do you secure it inside the ammo can? I use silicone. Um, you know, you may have your own preferred method. Some people may want a, a commercial double-sided tape or, you know, butyl tape or something like that. Um, that's up to you. I don't know how butyl tape would end up going over time on acrylic. Because right. uh, butyl is is uh, a petroleum-based product. And so I don't know how it would react. But probably long enough, you'd probably be fine for the life of the cash. But anyways, I prefer the uh, silicone. Okay. So what we're going to do is line these up here and what i like to do is actually this is going to be backwards for what i'm saying but this is going to turn to the bottom so this is flat and i'm just going to put it right against here okay and then i'm going to go ahead and do it oh actually real quick beforehand now i don't have a problem gluing them on there right on this clear piece right but 
just to make sure you get a good mark. And it depends on how you want it to look. Um, you can take a piece of sandpaper and just scuff. Just that edge, edge real quick. Yeah. Just all the way around. I mean, it just takes a second just to go around. And this is just a fine, as this, uh, 220. And, and it's up to you. I don't typically do it, but I figured I should, probably should show it on the show. Yeah, somebody will probably comment and and there's like, why yeah. don't you scuff that up? <laughs> yes. Okay, so you know I'm gonna change my mind. I'm gonna go and do it right on top of that since I made this the bottom anyways. So I did all four sides. Um all I'm gonna do is fill the side here. Now you have a little bit of working time with it. So make sure the two edges here, the outside edge, right, and the inside edge is fairly close. I'm just going to start from one end and work my way across here and just barely squeeze that. And you'll, I don't know if you can see it fill in. Yeah, I saw it going in. You see that white part turn clear? Yep. And then I'm just going to make sure we're good there. And I might have put a little too much in, which happens. We're just going to hold it here for a minute. So hold it here for a minute. Make sure we're even. Oops, I'm actually not right there. So. push it if you see actually i'll do this real quick while we're doing it do you see how that came apart and you see the stringing right it melts it melts the plastic together so that's okay. what it's doing right but now i had some part, other right? some people you can there's i have i got a cheaper version of this stuff and it it took forever for it to melt so i gotta get some better ones like what you were showing us earlier yeah if you I'm impatient, so I like this. So since I pulled it apart, I'm just going to real quick hit that again. And then that is done. Now we're going to head to the other side. Now, actually, what I think I'm going to do, change my mind, is I'm going to do the, so I get my 90 there, right? And then it's going to give us a corner, so it'll make it stronger and, and right. set up on its own. I'm going to go and do the, the front or the back, whichever one, one of the sides, I guess. Or is that a front and back? I guess that's a front and back. Right, front and back, sides, bottom, top. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just using my fingers to fill it. It's not critical. I don't think anybody's ever going to see it. It's going to be glued down to an ammo can. <laughs> so. Yeah, the ammo can is going to go through more than just this. Yeah. So in the chat, let us know if anybody is doing this with us or are they going to, are you going to go back and do it afterwards? And uh, what kind of experiences have you had if you've tried doing gluing acrylic together before? So just let us know in the chat. I don't think this is as fast as it says it is. It seems still setting up. It's pretty fast, though. Oh, yeah. I'm probably just being impatient because we're doing this in the podcast. Oh, we could always break out the soldering iron if you want. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I learned to make sure I test all my stuff before I do it live. Yeah, I like how that's really actually how that's setting up a lot faster and really good on this one. Yeah. So now we're going to do the other side here. Now at this point, well, you can do it later too. You can decide... If you want a separate compartment. So if you're doing an Arduino, 
in here and you want a separate area for it, you could actually put an extra one here so the cashers can't get to it. So you'd have two here. So if we took this. Or if you had like other parts that you needed for like a puzzle on top, you could have like a separate drawer there type thing too. Right. And so I have one that actually is here and the door is on this side. Um, and the keys are on this side, just one of those key ones, right? Okay. And so it's actually all in one. And actually what I end up doing on that one, I think is I actually just made a smaller box, but I, I can show that here at the end. So, um, let's make sure I have the same one. Correct one. Remember if these looks, were. That looks like it. Yeah. That one was a piece of a scrap I had from the other size. Okay. And so I use it for the divider. I grabbed it to show the divider. So you know what I'm going to do? I'd rather start with the bottom. So if you are listening to the audio version of this, uh, we're putting in one of the other smaller front or the back side of the, the cache, and we're ducking from a train as we're coming across. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, we're so we're just get kind of getting that set up, and it's a smaller piece going on the back or front. Yes. Now you can leave your fingerprints behind if you want. If you actually get the solvent on your finger and you push it against the plastic, it will actually melt your fingerprint into it. Now that would be kind of interesting for a. You can make that into like a mystery or a puzzle, field puzzle of, with the fingerprints on there. Like you got to count the so many different fingerprints in this different direction. Or if you can figure out if it's a thumbprint or a index finger or what that aspect of it could give you a kind of a interesting little puzzle. Yes. Just remember, if you're building a bomb, don't use it because it'll leave your fingerprints. Not that we recommend that. No, no, we're not doing that at all. Because, I mean, we have <laughs> caches that blow up enough. So... Yeah, I've seen some photos or some videos or pictures of some that have been. Yep. Oh, even talking to uh, Tricassius, he was talking about how his was blown up in the last one that we, when we talked to him last month or at the beginning of the month, when we talked to Tricassius, when he was giving us that bomb, bomb story. Okay. Right. So now we have the three sides. So we're going to do our, the last the side. Last one here. Let me tell you, that looks really, really clean. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it. You got to You'll get used to how much uh, solvent to use. Okay. On it, uh, when I first start, I can show some of my other caches, and it still happens. Um, if I put too much solvent, it'll actually sit on the glass, right? The glass won't absorb it, and then it gets on the acrylic, and then it makes a big mess um on there so so now for this one because i'm not perfect i don't know if you can see there's a tiny tiny 30 seconds of a lip maybe there yeah so if i laid it on its side it wouldn't right weld right so i'm gonna go this way here and then you can see here you just gotta turn you gotta pull that out a tiny bit to make it square Actually, i'm gonna go this way And just kind of push it down. This is what the yeah. This is where I'm going to get solvent. If you look at it, I'm going to 
go this way. I'm going to put it over the edge of the glass. I have the glass right here. Right. I'm going to put it over the edge of the glass because I want to be able to push down on it and right. have the solvent go between the two pieces of acrylic, not through onto the glass. But, you know, in theory, no one's ever, you're probably going to paint it or whatever. No one will probably ever see it. So. All right. I think everybody's just completely mesmerized watching this come together. <laughs> Not seeing too much going on in the chat room right now. No. I know it's I am. It's pretty simple. It, it really is. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's once you get your cuts to the right size. And the biggest thing is what I'm seeing is if you have the right solvent to make it sure that you glue this. Mm-hmm. If you don't uh, to answer then... Dave's question there. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Derek. No, good. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's fine. To answer yeah, Dave's... Dave's question there, you can use blue tape um, to hold it if that's what you want to do. Um, I, I'm, I, done, I did that when I first started gluing it, but once you start working with it and you do it the first time, you'll be so comfortable you won't need it. But, you know, again, whatever you want. Tom's okay, still waiting so, for fingers to get glued together. I don't think it's going to happen, Tom. I tried it. I've stuck my fingers already... in the in the solvent. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's it not there, super glue. Yeah, I mean, it's not super glue. It's already dry. So, it's. But the thing is, if you have um, fingernail polish on when you're building this, and you get it on your fingers, you probably won't have the fingernail polish left on there. No. <laughs> okay, so there's our box. So fairly simple Yep. so far now to make the top. Now this is where you, you have to make your decision on what you want to do uh, on the top to make it. Pull my camera up here just a tiny bit. Um, you can, so I've made them several ways and each time I make it, I think I find a better way to make the top and it depends on the puzzle you have. Right. So my first my first one I made, move this out of the way. And you can see how I'm lifting it now by the edges and the sides. Right. You know, here and it's it's it's, it's solid. Yeah. So um this one here, I end up cutting a piece. So if I took that top piece, I'll measure, I think I did an inch piece here. Yeah um for my joint for my hinge and then i did an inch piece here on this side okay for the lip of my of my uh cam lock right um to go on which i, I looks like i locked this and i don't remember what the code is so anyways you can see the the cam lock lip so you have to solve it now put the batteries in figure yeah it out. oh boy <laughs> um so yeah, that's why I leave it open. Um, <laughs> I didn't like the look of it. First of all, these hinges aren't there. There's a little bit of play in them. Right. Right. But once it's in the can, you, you really can't tell. Um, but I just didn't like the look of, of this extra hinge here. So I ended up changing that to where there's no lip on that side. So I like this. I think it's a lot cleaner. I really like clean looking. Items. Right project so um i end up changing that and so that's what i called out inside the build sheet for so this is just a half inch piece at 
uh, what was it, five and something, whatever the width is, right? The same width you would have here on the can. So what I did there is I then mounted this. If you look at your cam lock, and I messed up the first time on it. If you look at, at this, this is actually two pieces of it because I put it on top and then realized, oh, the cam lock's longer, so I need to go low. Okay. So this you weld in here for the cam lock to hit. So when it turns, it goes, I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, we can see right? it. So it, it actually locks and you can't lift it. Um, I like that idea better. Now doing do two too. pieces probably is not a bad idea anyways, because it gives you a stronger air lip for it to catch onto. Um, and but what I would do now is if I'm going to figure out where I want it to be, if you're not going to do two pieces, is figure out your cam lock. Because you can put this in later. Right. Um, you just make a mark on the outside, right? And then you know exactly right above that mark to to put the the lip. I don't know what piece you want to call that. Right. Um, so, anyways, that's how I did that. Um, and then I left the hinge side the same. Okay. I'm going to answer this question real quick. Uh, Lyndon Wong asks, uh, what did we cut the plastic with? The acrylic is cut with a either a table saw or a, um, you said a router is what you used, or a bandsaw. I've used bandsaws um, as well. Is something that has a high tooth count on the, to be able to cut it uh, so that you can get the nice clean cuts. So that's what yes. um, I, you're probably just joining us, but that's what the what the acrylic was cut with. Uh, Tom says, "Try one, two, three, or 007. <laughs> nice. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's not that. I didn't make it that easy. Um, okay, so back to our box. So we need to decide what we want to do. Something I was just thinking about actually right before the show when we were when I was messing with this is what if you took the hinge and this is kind of big i'd have to cut it and you put it actually on the inside of it right and then glued the top to it then you would have a completely flat top um to actually have it go up and down you just got to make sure that when it flips up it would be able to have enough clearance so you wouldn't have it wouldn't be able to go all the way back it'd have to be even i think with that or a little bit short right um with it but so you'd see a little bit but i was thinking about doing it that way so every time i build it i always think of different ways to do it well every i think to, every time we it. do each time we do a new cache i think we should set a rule that each cache is supposed to be better than the last mm -hmm. one so even if it's just a one percent better always look at improving how you're doing your caches yeah so i i looked at that and when i shoved that piece of uh that hinge in there it kind of pulled that apart a little bit because it's Definitely so, uh, Burnt Turtles asks, um, will hardware stores cut acrylic for you? Anyone know? I, I don't think so. It depends on it. I really, I've, I've, I think I asked one time at Lowe's and I think they would have, would cut it, but I, it's almost like the, if you get like a sheet of plywood, they'll do like one cut for free. So I think mm. that, that may be the case. Um, but there's a lot of different, uh, tool that you can get um i just got a blade a new blade for my table saw which was like 182 that lows and it was like it was less than 15 dollars. so you can go get one of those there uh we just lost your build cam so but yeah so so you can go and get one of those 
uh, pretty cheap there at Lowe's. So, but that's that yes. helps. And Tricasius uh, says, uh, "Yeah, that looks a lot cleaner." When I th believe you're talking about the the change when you did the the different top on the uh, the top of the different lip. Yes, yeah, and I like that. Except for you'll have to have a small. You'll see this edge, edge here on, on this, this side. side. So I may, maybe I would polish it so it doesn't look so bad. But that's just me. I'm sure a cashier that's finding this is not going to care about that. Um, yeah. But, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, one thing that they'll sell at the store, so at Lowe's or Home Depot, um, what, they, what I typically, what they tell me is they actually sell an acrylic cutter. So this is the acrylic cutter that they have. And okay. it's a, a, a blade that scores it and then you snap it. Um, I, I don't like it because every time I do that, I break the acrylic or get really, really rough edges. Right. Uh, I've, I've used one myself. And it, if you're using really thin acrylic, it might be a lot better versus this size. Yeah, something like this, you're gonna have to score it like 20 times at least to get a good score to get it to, to snap. You might as and, well but you're not gonna have top. a really straight edge. <laughs> uh, that's the no. problem, is you're you're not gonna get a straight edge. No matter even if you use a ruler, I've I've tried it, you, you don't uh, you don't get the straightest edge. So no, because you're you're breaking it, you're not cutting it. Right. Okay, so let's see, where are we at here? We're about to do Hinges. the list. Yeah, so you need to decide what kind of puzzle you want to do, or do you just want to make it a cache with a lock on it? Whatever you want to do. Um, you know, I use Arduinos on mine, which are, are you know, what I like to do, right? Not a, not a big deal. Um, there's different types of hinges. So this is one that you buy. It's a six-inch hinge here. They're acrylic hinges as well. So we're going to weld it on. And the reason why I do this is because it's going, there's no screws for anything that anybody to be able to take apart to get into it. Um, and it's a clean look, right? You don't have, if you look at this one, right? There's no screw holes or anything except for that chip in that corner. Um, right. But that's because I tried, I cut this to size on a chop saw. And I don't do that anymore. So, um, but it's a cleaner look. There's no screws for me to take apart. Um, once that gets glued together, um, it melts it together and it will break the hinge before it actually breaks the edges off. So, um, wow. you know, which at that point, if someone wants to get into the cache, it doesn't matter what it's built out of. They're going to get into yeah, it. They're going to get into it. So this is a six inch hinge. You can get these in several different sizes. You can get one here that's two inches, right? And you get them in different colors. Okay. Um, there's a black one and then you can get them with a spring, right? So it will self close if you want. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and then you can get them, you know, in 12 inches and up as well. Um, it just depends on what your build is going to be. You know, you could make, yeah, I was just thinking you could make it, you, you could make it open this way. Right. I was you just know, thinking that, that these are completely custom. So, you know, it, it's up to you and what you want to do with the cash. Um, what I'm now, going you to do. Can oh, you cut those hinges and they'd still work? Yes. How I was going to show that. And what I'll do is show you here. So on, on the top mounted ones, um, this is, it's a little bit shorter than that, than the, 
Guess yep, there you go. I was, about to see it. <laughs> I was like, um, I was trying to figure out which way you needed to slide it. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, so it's a little bit, you know, narrower than the top, but you know, you're not going to want to cut the hinge in the middle of a, a, a slot, right? Uh, over here, right? It's just going to fall apart anyway. So what I do is you have your hinge. I don't know what you call that a, a hinge knuckle. I don't know what you call that. Um, right. What I do on there is. I've cut them with a chop saw and I, they just crack or break or okay. fling off. Uh, what I've learned is just use a, a jab saw here, um, hand saw, whatever you want. Um, and this will actually fit right down into, so you have this little gap here in your hinge. I don't know if you can, can see right. that. All right. This will fit right inside there. And then you can cut it, which some of these saws are made to only go one way, but. It's tight, but you can cut through it. And I actually had this one cut like three quarters of the way through it, so I can show you. Um, but uh, anyways, just cut it. It'll come off. I don't know if I need to cut it on. I'm going to show here. Watch people watch me cut stuff. Um, but well, as long anyways, as you don't cut your finger, we're good. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyways, that's how I cut them. To size um is i just use one of the existing joints there and okay. cut it to where i want um you can score it right with that other thing that i had there and snap it uh it's it's up to you right that's not as critical that that's cut with a saw because you're not gluing the side you're just gluing the top and bottom right. of it okay so um now the top uh what am I going to make up here on this? Now that I think about it, I don't know if I cut a top piece for this piece here, but I'll just stick something on there. Let me grab a spare piece here. All right. Yeah, Tom, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Uh, I guess I asked the question before Tom did about being able to make those hinges different sizes. So glad uh, we were thinking the same thing there, Tom. So, but once again, if anybody in the chat, go ahead and type in the chat. What what are you thinking of this? Are you going? Are you getting ready to do maybe one of these acrylic boxes for an ammo can? And if so, what type of puzzle would you want to do uh, with with this box inside the puzzle in, inside the ammo can? Yes. Um, okay. Because we're always so, looking for ideas. Yes, always. <laughs> It's, it's a lot harder than I think people think on trying to come up with builds that you can do live that take an hour. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, Chad, we're at 43 minutes in now, so we're, we just got about 15 more minutes to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that's it. Okay. Let's see. And that won't work. I'll just do this. It's not the size I would want to do, but it doesn't matter. I can make another one of these. Okay. Um. So it's not the exact size. And like I said before, I would normally take this, figure out how I want my puzzle to be um, here, and then I would do my measurements. So if I wanted one inch here, right? And then right. whatever on this side, if I didn't want anything or if I wanted something. And then that's the time also. So if you're going to do a puzzle before you mount it, draw your holes, do your build on your, your lid before you mount it. Um, it's going to be a pain to try and drill holes in 
something that's already mounted, especially an acrylic. So if you're using a drill and you're really putting a lot of pressure on it, uh, on acrylic, you'll crack it if there's not really any support underneath it. Right. So that's on this what I was one about here, I, yeah, yeah. So on this one, wish it would focus better. Um, it's uh, 49, it looks like. Um, oh, eight, uh, seven by 56. Right. Different LEDs. And so at that, at this point, once I designed it, made my marks, figure out where I wanted the LED holes, I actually then marked it, drilled it before I mount, before I, I glued it on. Um, and then I figured out my hole for my uh, batteries. And then on the bottom, I had to figure out how to make the uh, the LED wire so you can't see it. Now, I built this for a demo for an event. So I wanted people to be able to see it, and I kind of made it big. But on here, I just went ahead and took the acrylic, just like what we did. But instead of using the 3 8 uh, here, I went with a different size acrylic just so I could actually have a better gluing surface and I could add uh, screws to it. Okay. Um, oh, that's in millimeters. People don't like, I like millimeters. Let me <laughs> go to fractions. I agree, Hugh. It's uh, he's saying it's great seeing different ideas on building this. Very helpful. Yeah. I've, so it looks I've, like three eights. Three eights. Yeah. So, and you can get, you know, in this acrylic stuff, you can get all kinds of stock. But I went with three eighths on the sides, and then actually on the top of this, I went with one eighth um, on the top piece because it didn't need to be as thick. Um, and then I just went and countersunk all the screws in there. Um, I threaded because I didn't want to add anything to it. I actually used a a, a tap and uh, or a die. Anyways, I did a thread inside the acrylic, um, which if you go slow, it will actually put the threads in there and it will last for a while. If you're going in and out all the time, you know, unscrewing gonna, them and screwing them back in, yeah, you'll strip, strip out it. eventually. But right. This is just for a show. So anyways, that's, uh, that's, you got to think about the puzzle you want to do um, and the box, how you're going to mount it. So if you want to do a different, you know, divider, you know, you want to do the keys, uh, anything like that. This one here, I went ahead and did a simple uh, box for my Arduino. And I end up, I put tape on the back so it doesn't hit anything and short anything out. And that's just a simple Arduino with a right. coat on it and four LEDs. So it's really simple to do. What I would do on this, though, is probably glue that box together. Okay. So someone couldn't take it apart. Right. But um, again, that's up to you. And then if you wanted to do like a key one, just to show you the different options before we glue the hinge. Um, the one I did, and I mentioned it's a smaller box, but it's a box, right? Um, the keys are in the front here and, and then you have to find the lock or, you know, find the key. And I actually mount this, but you can see how it's indented here. And I actually had to put a slot on this side. Oh, I'm not seeing, oh yeah. See I see that. a slot. Yeah. Right. For that little rib down here in the bottom. Okay. Of that. So, um, anyways, and then I did. Uh, I like to use the cable crimps here, the stops um, on both sides, which I think you just did a video with them too. I don't know why there's a piece right. of black tape in there, but 
Yeah, I just did uh, a anyway a video key. It's called Keys to Patience, and yeah. I believe it might have just gotten published. Yeah, and then on this, I just <laughs> went and got a a can of of the green ammo colored paint, right, and just painted yep. the acrylic. Um, just sand the acrylic if you're going to paint it, and the paint will fairly well. So Tom had a suggestion. He said, uh, drop a couple coins or travel bug tags in the bottom and then glue a piece of acrylic um, in the bottom to keep them there. Bonus for finders. So once you get it open, you'd see the, the travel bug inside there as they're rummaging through, trying to get you to it. they destroy the cache trying to get it out? Not the good cashers. <laughs> there's, always those, there's always those uh, loose cannons. That like destroying yeah. caches. Um, I did want to mention too. I use uh, acrylic, a uh, clear acrylic, um, but you don't on on these ones, right? But I do right. have a lot of acrylic that's not like this is red. Okay. Um, it has paper on it to protect it, so it doesn't get ruined, uh, so you don't scratch the acrylic. And I like this, especially when you're cutting it. I peel it off at the very end, um, but so it keeps it protected the paper if you're going to glue one side you could actually just pull up a little bit on the side and glue it so if the glue runs it doesn't run up it so you keep the nice look of the color right um but um you can use different colors and um so if you didn't want to paint it you just wanted a solid color yeah you can also i was testing this one here but this is i don't know how to make that thing but this this is 22 and a half inch cuts right to make a corner right uh for cash so there's lots of different things you can do with the acrylic and then some of the stuff i have uses wow that's um, thick <laughs> yeah this is i believe three quarters yeah three quarter inch acrylic um and i have some one inch somewhere i think it's out in my shop so Don't what use would it very you be often. using what would you be using that for what type of cash would you be doing that for Anything in Seattle, so it's bulletproof. No. no. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, I like to, if I'm going to screw something into it, or if I want something that I want to have a really good hold with, right? Because the bigger the material you have, just like when you're gluing wood together, right? The more gluing right. surface you have, the stronger it's going to be. Right. Um, so depending on what it is, um, if you want to do a marble cache, you could actually, on the CNC machine or a router, router in a, 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 a cove track right inside this and so you would just do that and put a, a thin piece of acrylic over the front and then it would just be in there and it, it couldn't come out right it'd be easy it's up to you it just depends that's actually a I great idea a yeah we need to make one in fact you could do it right on top of here somehow right and you have a marble cache somewhere maybe you actually maybe take the ammo can and you use that to move it around i don't know see that's come up with good ideas on the show um but uh I buy a lot of my material at Tap Plastics, which is what we have here um, in Seattle. And some other cities may have it. I'm sure they do. They sell a lot of end cut material. So I can buy stuff that's two foot by two foot for really, really cheap. Right? I can get a big stack of it for 20 bucks. Uh, and wow. that's what this is, right? If I see something, I'm like, oh, I might use that for something. This is a problem, right? If I see something I'm like, oh, I might use that. I might want to buy that. Right. Especially if it's an end cut. I'm just going to get it just in case. And I'll usually find something for it. Right. But yeah. A lot of my, 
plastic or acrylic is is end cuts and cutoff pieces. So you know, I could buy four or five pieces and make this. You don't have to buy one big piece, but if you can find a place that carries it, uh, carries acrylic um, and cuts it, and they actually will cut to size there for you, um, then you know that's a better place to buy the acrylic than a Home Depot or Lowe's. Okay. Excellent. Um, okay, on to the hinge. Sorry, I get distracted very easily. <laughs> Squirrel. Yeah. So what I push would do the, on if this? You could, if you could adjust your camera just a little bit, it's kind of oh, at the yes. bottom. I, I bump it. There we go. Is that better? There we go. Yep, that's much better. And I move my my glass. Trying to use my glass as a reference. Uh, okay, so um, I would glue this on here, and then glue the top here, or you could take this and another piece and glue them off the top and then just glue this on when it's up here. It's up to you as long as they're the same thickness, which is what right. you want anyway. And you'd be gluing really your hinge on there, correct? That's what you're talking about. Right. So we're going to glue the hinge. And what I'll do is I'll do it off the cache. And that way, um, uh, hopefully by this point, everyone would know if you want to, you do want to put your one inch piece on here and that way I don't have to ruin the box. Um, you would put it on this way, right? And then add your glue to it. Right. Right. And glue that on. And then if you have the, the, the top on it at the same time, it's completely up to you. Um, I'm going to build it off of the box. Let me take this box and put it over here. Too much stuff here. <laughs> okay. You say too much stuff. Some people say not enough stuff. <laughs> it's all perspective. I need it bigger. Yeah. I need a bigger workstation. Don't we all? Yeah. I think everybody in the in the chat will be like, I need a bigger workstation, no matter what size workstation we have. Yeah. So we will grab have all kinds of extra cutouts here. Cut off pieces. And use a couple of this scrap piece here. Make sure it's the same thickness, just to show how to do a hinge. Um, so when you make the hinge, or when you put the hinge on, this one that's cut. Okay. Um, what I like to do, make sure it's even. Now the nice thing about this, if you don't paint it, and it's probably hard to see on here, is you can actually see through it and line it up with the edge of the acrylic. Gary's right. Yeah. Your workstation fills up really fast. Um, so I'm just going to line this up and you probably won't be able to see it too well on the build cam here. And then I'm going to do this in two stages because this is what I found has worked best for me. So okay. I'm actually just going to lift the hinge up and put a little bit of the solvent on there. And then I'm going to press it down. And you can see, I don't know if you guys can see there. I saw it kind of fill in. You see it fill in, but you can see the bubble. So it's right. There's some fairly clear there. there. And then there's bubbles there where there's no, where there's no uh, solvent. solvent. And you can kind of see one line there. Right. Right where the solvent was. Cause I didn't put too much on. So once that sets, um, I'm just going to go back through and, and with a real thin line, put in some more solvent and you can see it fill up that area there and so now it's clear and you know you have solvent in there 
Right. Um, you can press down on it if you want. It's up to you. And then I'm going to go ahead and hit this side now. I don't think this side is critical, but of course, the more you have, just don't get it in the hinges. So Tricassius uh, says, I need a work show and a geocaching shop. Yes, me too. <laughs> and Gary was okay. agreeing as well. <laughs> so this is on now. And the nice thing about acrylic is how fast it sets up. So building something does not take. If you have the right long. type of solvent. If you don't have the right type of yeah. solvent, it's going to take forever. So now we're just going to line up the next one, the next side. So um, I actually probably left a bigger gap than I needed to. I meant to actually line it up with the front of that. But when you do it, look at it. Um, you can have it fairly close to it. I could actually run that back, I think, a little bit there. But uh, we'll give that a try. I guess one thing about doing it on top of the, the ammo can is once you and you have them cut to size, you know it's square in the back, and then you have the front right. piece lined up and squared. And you could probably at that point, to what Dave's point was, is uh, you could blue tape it, right? And then you know it's all square, and then do the hinge. So right, um, that would be a good thing to do. But uh, so here, that's where we want to be. I'm going to just lift the hinge up just like I did before. And just run a real quick line on there. Press it down. Yeah. And then come back through. Yeah, I didn't let it set up long enough. So once it sets up, then Chad will run another line of uh, solvent down the front to fill in the gaps, the air bubbles. Yeah, I have some of these acrylic hinges that I got, oh, maybe a year and a half ago. I just haven't had a chance to use them yet. Or I'm sure I'm, I'm going to be using them pretty soon, especially now after we've I've seen this completely gone through. Yes. You know, I wanted to show that, and I had a lot of people ask me about about using acrylic and in, in the the inserts I build, and it really is easier than you think. And this is something I learned. I just had a bunch of acrylic I had, and I thought it would be pretty cool to make an insert for an ammo can using acrylic because you don't have wood that people could tear apart. You put together with screws or a rod, or you know, even cedar when it gets wet, right? It expands, right? Um, or over time, it will crack. Um, it'd be nice to have one that actually can weather the elements in theory. Um, right. so, um, that's what I started making it and, you know, just figuring that's how I started making them and just figuring out, you know, what I wanted to do the sizes. So there we go. Now your hinge is on, your top is on, um, and you figure out the rest of your puzzle. Now you can do a couple different things on, on your cache. Um, I, what we mentioned before is a cam lock right? Which is what you've right. seen on my other, my other builds there. Um, and you, what you have to do here is do a, a double D knockout or, or just a, a cam lock hole. Um, a couple different ways to do it um, is to get a bit that is big enough. Now you don't want a bit that is the size of the cam lock, right? Cause then it will just turn. If you've noticed on the cam lock, um, you can, it has a two flat sides. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, I can see it a little there. bit. Right. 
wrong way. There we go. Anyways, there's two flat sides. You just see from the top. Um, when my camera is not wanting to focus, maybe because it's shiny. Anyways, yeah. there's two flat sides. You don't want to do the the hole that's the size of the of the camelock threads because then it'll just sit there and spin. So you want to find out the size of your between your two flat spots. Um, is what I'm calling it. There might be an official name for those spots. Um, and the, that's the size bit I would use. Um, so 15, 15 and a half millimeters. Okay. Um, so in, in millimeters, it wouldn't be a 15 inch hole, right? You, you divide that in half and that's your radius. But anyway, um, is that right? Yeah. So we do want to cut them on the CNC machine. So, um, <laughs> sure I'm thinking that right. Anyways, I don't think anybody can use millimeters. So anyway, you'd find this size here. You need, um, say it's a half inch bit, um, and you would draw on your piece of acrylic here. My Sharpie. Oh, you know what would probably work too. Maybe not. Anyways, that's that's the the hole for your threaded area. Right. And you need two flat spots on it. So then you would know. You might want to go a tiny bit bigger because that was inside. Um, you would drill a hole here, and then hopefully using a drill press, do one here. Right. So and Dave had is, a comment. He said, "Yeah." You could uh, do a larger hole than glue in some flats. You could, absolutely. Especially from underneath, you wouldn't see them. Um, this is what I've done in the past. And then I've used... Because um, it's acrylic, it will go pretty quick. A round file to actually make it how I want. And then I have a smaller flat file. Okay. Um, nowadays, I just use my CNC machine. Um, just makes things a little bit easier. Right. Um, and I actually have somewhere back there, but I don't use it much anymore. An actual jig for this, for a cam lock to actually be able to, to, uh, to draw out the size you need. Okay. So, but yeah, if you did that, absolutely. If you did a hole that size and it went through on the bottom of it, you could just do two small pieces. They don't have to be very big either, uh, of, uh, acrylic. Let me see if I can turn that. Uh, like this, so then, well, it'd be underneath the top. So, anyways, it would uh, then keep it uh, straight, and then this would just sit against that nut would thread against the two sides. So, yeah, that's a great idea. Yep, probably better than what I was trying to explain. Yeah, I think that's because um, now you said it was like a half inch bit, so you drew the bit and then put the cam lock in and then put those flats on. So, I think that would probably be. The best way, the easiest way too. Yeah. And he says maybe a washer on the flat outside again, probably so you get a better grip on with the nut. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I and mean, you can even do smaller ones where you can do flats on the the upper and lower too, next to the threads in here. Right. And then you have a solid a solid solid area, so it's not floating between the two pieces of acrylic on there. So, um. That is pretty much it. Now, the nice thing about acrylic, and I was thinking about this and I didn't try it, so I probably shouldn't bring it up on the show, is they sell 
hinges and handles. So if you had something that you wanted to latch on it or a handle on, you know, a preform or something, try this here live, but you should be able to actually use this on here. So if you had some kind of special latch mechanism that it had to right. catch on, um, you could just glue it on there. Now I'm saying that without pre-trying it, which I've learned in the past, I should probably always test it first. Um, but, or if they had to reach down and grab something, um, you know, you could do a hinge and have some hinge together. Right. You know, anything you want, you know, you could take a bigger piece of acrylic and, and do stuff like that. Um, and you can see it's, it's stuck on there. Um, so that's, that's already the gotten me of, think that's already got me thinking of some other stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it gives you, it's, oh, there we oh. go. It wasn't set all the way, but it was, it was setting. So try to so, well, we can let that. What we can do is let that sit up for the this week, and we can try it next week when we're back on uh, next week. Yeah, talking to Rumba Cats. Yeah, yeah, and I'm excited for that build too. So doing uh, using the acrylic for stuff. I mean, there's so many different options you can do um, when you're when you're building an ammo can. I showed you some of the ones that I've done um, there, and you know. I like them because I like to do Arduino builds and right. it's easier to mount the Arduino stuff inside the ammo can. I know in our past builds, we've used a lot of the plastic ammo cans because we are trying to make them on the, we are trying to make it easier for the beginning builders. But right. now that we're kind of stepping up to Arduino stuff, I'd hate to put Arduino stuff on the outside of an ammo can, uh, a plastic yeah. one. Right. So the nice thing about these is you can, you know, protect it better. Uh, underneath you can see i mounted that uh that uh uh work box uh what exactly it's called um but anyways it's, it's a little our, our electronics box that goes right. underneath that mount underneath and you can get those uh in a waterproof one with a seal around it ones that screw on I mean, all kinds of different things uh you you can do uh with those so uh and then you, as you can see you can mount a battery to the top um, some people bring their own batteries, uh, cam locks. Um, I have one here that I actually use an RFID card on. So, um, right. you don't have to do a cam lock. Um, and so this one here is an RFID reader, uh, in here, right? And you, you buy it like this. So this is a kit you buy. And I believe there's are like $16. You might remember Derek. I think they're like $16 on Amazon. Yeah. I think that's what um, we were talking about last time. Yeah. With uh, yeah. Tricasius. Yes. And I think he, he's used these on several of, of his caches. I've seen them online quite a bit and I've never bought one because I, you know, creative builder, you want to you do an Arduino, right? That's the way you do it. You don't cheat, but honestly, I don't think it's cheating. I think it's brilliant. I think, I think it's, <laughs> if, if anything, it's, it's, I mean, it's just thinking outside the ammo can yeah so this comes it, this takes four triple a batteries and unfortunately right now the batteries are dead uh and i was looking for triple a's and i don't have any more so i can't show well i can show how it works um the kind of the cool thing about this is is that the batteries die they come with this this cord here right so it's a usb so if you had a usb powered right. system and then you had your, your cord. This actually plugs in. If you did a little tiny hole down below, 
your cache or on the lid or somewhere. This would plug in and you hook it up to your computer or whatever, and it will open up the cache. Okay. So it gives it power, right? So then you're never, if the batteries die and you own the cache, you're not locked out, right? Of, of it. Right. You don't have to destroy it to get into it. Well, that's good uh, to know. <laughs> um, to do. And in fact, now that I have this, I will hook one up. And so normally this oh, had a battery in it. We just lost the build cam again. What? Might have bumped it or something. Show it in there. It says I'm backstage. Yeah, it says uh, device not connected on the uh, build cam itself. Oh, I wonder if when I plugged that in, if I did it. Anyways, um, that is crazy. <laughs> anyway, so I'll just show up here uh, on the thing. It comes with... Um, Maybe. Oh, Got it. I hit stop stop cam, I guess, on accident. Okay, pull that back up there if you don't mind real quick. It you might want to aim it first. It's pointing um Oh, it's on my computer. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I'll show it on this. Okay. This thing. I don't know why it switched cameras. Anyway, um it comes with a bunch of RFID cards and the little keychain RFID okay. readers, right? So you have a lot of different options with it. Um, you have that little thing. If you make a hole, you can you can uh, stick it out of it, and you won't ever be locked out of it. So it's kind of funny. You don't have to use a cam lock or anything to 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 uh, get into the cache. You can have a puzzle to get to the RFID. Uh, I actually have one that I'll show next week. That will be pretty cool. Um, that I'm in the process of building. It's actually this one um, that I'll show uh, on that show. So um, there and there's different op. There's different variances of it. Um, but not just RFID. So if you want to do one, if you see a lot of my caches that have keypads, right? They sell the unit here that has. Obviously, I'm taking it out of the box. So this is a locking mechanism, okay? Battery powered, and the keypad. So you can mount this right on top of the box of the ammo can lid and have this on in the inside. So they'd have to solve a puzzle, enter a code, anything like that to to uh, get into the box so these are really cool um we'll see about sticking them on our link of our page so you can look at them on amazon okay um and that'd be great i mean if people look at them and buy them through the amazon there it actually kind of helps the podcast a little bit yes uh as well so those are affiliate is, links that we have on there yes the amount of money that i spend on building caches gets to be crazy so okay. anyway uh, that's really me, i know to do on <laughs> yeah yeah so um, that's a that's a, another way to take this. And, and uh, again, if you build one uh, of these, uh, you know, please post a, a picture of it uh, or send us one an email and we'll post it to our site uh, or tag us in it. The gadget uh, at the gadget talk podcast uh, right. at gmail.com. You can send it to or on Instagram at uh, the gadget talk podcast. Um, right there. Yeah, there you go. Derek has it. Um right. You know, other than that, I, and if you have some ideas for one, let me know. Uh, maybe we'll pull it up and build it on one of the shows. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, we're always looking for ideas uh, constantly because, I mean, when you're doing so many different builds, there's always great ideas to have out there, to have fresh ideas. Or if you have an idea and you're like, I, I don't know if this would work or not, you know, send us an email. Uh, we, let's talk about it and let's see when let's just kind of brainstorm on some stuff. We're always looking to do that as well. Um, mm -hmm. So. But so tell us what we got coming up next week, Chad. 
Okay, so next week we have uh, Roomba Cats back, and this time he's actually going to do a build of a fake rock or stump, um, and he's going to show us how he makes those because those are amazing. Those look yeah, they look so really realistic cool. to me. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know if I could do that. And so evidently, it's a mold system that he he makes, and then you can use it probably several times over and over. Yeah, uh, on making them. So that will be a really fun podcast. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and I think he's pretty excited to come on and show that and hopefully in the future show some of his other caches. If you haven't seen him, uh, he's out of California. Uh, he builds amazing caches. We have a show that we did two months ago. I think it was, uh, um, yeah, it was last month. It was last beginning of last month. Was it? Okay. Um, that we did and we did that show and he showed off some of his caches. And if you saw his Jamaji cache, that is oh, just amazing. Oh my gosh, that's just amazing. He just makes amazing stuff. I mean, we have, and that's kind of the point. We want to have people on that make amazing things. Uh, Cassiosaurus was on here last month as well. Um, yep. talk, or Tricassius, I'm sorry. Tricassius um, was on here and he, you know, look at some of his stuff. Uh, Josh has done some videos on those. So yeah, looking forward to it. Um, it'll be fun. Yep. And I'll we'll have to build it. Yeah, go out there and build it. And he uses those stumps to actually hide his gadgets. So that's something that's really type of camouflage that he uses. And I think he said his muggle rate is like extremely low. So well, I'm not yeah, surprised so, it looked it looked great. And yeah. then last month we actually I posted to our gadget uh, talk uh, Instagram uh, the winner of the of the uh, uh, pat from. Um, Tricassius, okay. uh, he did a fake rock. So he did the build we did last month with the LEDs on there, the flashing LEDs. And so uh, if you have a chance to go on there and take a look at what he did, it's it's amazing. He's out of New York. So if you're up there, go and find it. All right. I'm going to kind of pull a Gary here for real quick. Um, we, got some, we got some plans coming up that we can't really talk about yet, um, but we going to get some, there may be a couple, a special gadget talk that not on our normal night, so there may be something special because we have to worry about a uh, time zone. So we're working on that, uh, getting into some other uh, creative builders uh, workshops to see what they have and seeing those workshops. So we're looking toward the future and seeing what we're going to do. Um, so just be kind of on the lookout for that. Uh, really excited about some of the upcoming shows that we got coming up for everybody. Yes. Yeah. And that uh, I'm excited for that show. That is, will be a special show. More yep. likely on a special day and a special time, um, right? Because I think right now it's three o'clock in the morning, almost uh, after four o'clock for him. So, yeah, I don't so think he'll be up. So, dropping a few little hints, but we'll see if anybody can figure it out. So, um, of course, we're all cashers, and we'll see see what happens. But, well, Chad, any final words for tonight? Yeah, no, uh, you know, please send us uh, any pictures of anything you do, any of, of these builds or any of our builds that you have ever made. Um, any ideas of a build you'd like to make, even if it has to do with one of these ammo cans, you know, we might be able to create it in the ammo can and show you what we did and how we made it. Yep. Um, you know, and then follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, if you like the show tonight, make sure you give it a thumbs up. Yep. Give that thumbs up. Hit subscribe. Yes. If it's the first time you're ever watching a Geocache Talk Network, now there's some other stuff coming up um, this Sunday on Geocache Talk. Um, I'm going to be co-hosting once again, and we're going to be talking about creative caches. And so um, those that know me, I love creative caches. I make them all the time. 
And so we're going to be talking about some different ones on there. So tune in uh, this Sunday at eight o'clock central time. And you can check out those caches on there with LGB Gary and myself. So, nice. but all right, well, thank you guys for joining us tonight and, or today or whenever you're watching this and hope you've enjoyed it. Once again, like chat said, smash that like button and leave us a comment down below. Uh, really appreciate it. And cannot wait to see you on the next gadget talk. See ya. All right. Good night, everyone.